Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. To get through rough times, people turn to music. A good song can uplift your mood, soothe anxiety, and enhance a feeling of community. But musicians are among those bearing the brunt of the fallout from the coronavirus pandemic. They're coping with sudden and dramatic income loss. Most tours and gigs have been canceled for the foreseeable future. And as a result, many are experimenting with reaching audiences in different ways, from dropping new projects while self-isolating to putting on free virtual concerts. St. Louis artists are no exception. Producer Lara Hamden touched base with five area musicians to see how they've responded to the coronavirus pandemic. All of them have had shows and tours canceled abruptly. Among the first local artists to release a project relevant to this time was hip-hop artist Zado. He released a three-track EP last month titled Stuck in the House. He introduced the project on social media with a skit about the ups and downs of quarantine life. I don't know about y'all, but I've been enjoying the f- of myself in this quarantine. I've been catching up on my literature, as all real do, but only reading the most intricate, detailed novels known to man. I've been honing my cooking skills. I mean, come on, man. I was cold at first, like, I, don't get me wrong, I was nice. But now, I'm like, Gordon Ramsay, who? Yeah, it's been fun, man. Really enjoying myself during this quarantine, man. Like, I just can't explain it. I don't know about y'all. I'm lying. Please help me. God, please, someone, please save me. This has got to end where is the cure please god i had to get ahead of it because i knew everybody in the following weeks were going to put out projects and songs and everything so i wanted to make sure it was something concise but at the same time something not too heavy that people can kind of just consume really quickly so i was just like i'm just gonna put these this small three songs together because that's enough songs to replay that's enough songs to digest and kind of have a little variety so I was just going to put the three songs out, an EP, and I was stuck in the house, which is why it's called Stuck in the House. And I just felt it was just so simple, but so poignant in the scope of what we were dealing with at the time. And again, art to me should always be a period piece. It should always be something that you can look at or listen to and remember specifically that period of time for what was going on. So it was very important that I chronologically put something out that represented what time we in. While the coronavirus crisis might be the impetus for this project, the songs themselves aren't about its woes. Zotto said he wanted to juxtapose the mood by making the songs fun and lively. I just wanted it to be decompression music because I have the ability to, I feel that there's a lot of nuance in what I do. There's a lot of sporadic behavior in what I do. There's a lot of uh, ingenuity in what I do, but it's always important to read the room in terms of what I'm doing. So I didn't want to put out something heavy because I had those songs and I was thinking about doing that. 
but I was just thinking, I don't think this is a time for us to be heavy because everything is so heavy. So if I just put out something that's very free and open and relaxed, and I can just, again, I can just put that on in the car and I can drive to the store real quick. And this is my song. I can roll the window down. I can be like, yes, this is fire. This is amazing. Bob my head. By now, we've all become familiar with people posting videos of musicians playing instruments and singing from their balconies while on lockdown. That's become a source of free entertainment and comfort for their neighbors. On Cherokee Street in South St. Louis, Tonina Saputo is doing the same. It began a few weeks ago when Tonina and her bandmate David Gomez were practicing on their balcony. Their playing caught the attention of their neighbors who wanted to hear more. So Tonina and David arranged a recurring set Fridays at 7 p.m. People are welcome to come and listen in Tonina's backyard, all while maintaining their social distance. Everyone was social distancing. They were doing their part. Our backyard was completely open, and we encouraged people to, like, bring a lawn chair or something, set it up, and then a person can set up theirs, like, six feet away. And then we had people on the roof of our garages. We had people in the alleyway, you know, keeping their distance, and also people from their balconies as well in their backyards. So it was really nice. And it was really nice to see that we were able to put on a concert and people were still being cautious of their distance. Fans who can't make it can watch a live stream of the sets on Tonina's social media pages. For her, the pandemic hits home on multiple fronts. Tonina's mother is a local registered nurse on the front lines of COVID-19. Tonina and her mother are also of Italian descent when that country has been hit hard. So in light of this, Tonina left a heartfelt note on her social media for her Italian family, friends, and fans. Ciao ragazzi, spero che stiate tutti bene. Tonina vi stiamo pensando in questo difficile periodo. Un bacio. What I said in Italian at the beginning of the video, I was like, hey, everybody, I hope you are keeping the faith and staying well in this difficult period. And then un bacio, a kiss. And then I sing a song called Ancora Qui, which means in Italian, I'm still here. I thought it was fitting because it was basically about somebody experiencing the same thing that you are experiencing, but from a different realm. So in the song's context, it was, you know, somebody passing on, going to whatever the afterlife is, and, um, you know, still being by that person's side. So I thought it was a fitting song because, you know, Italy has been on lockdown for a minute and we just got here. So it was kind of like, okay, I know what y'all is going through. We're here, we're supporting you. We know that you are, are supporting us. And it's just a song of solidarity, in my opinion. 
Live streaming has been the easiest and most popular way artists are connecting with their fans. It's relatively simple and offers fans a chance for casual interaction with their favorite musicians. St. Louis-based Americana artist Beth Bombara is navigating the intricacies of reaching her audience across platforms. She hosts her own concerts Monday nights at 8 p.m. in her home studio. She also hosts bonus concerts in collaboration with other musicians. Here's a snippet from her latest concert. Canyon deep and rushing wide Show me what you hold inside Does it echo? Beth explained that during these streams, fans can show their appreciation with a contribution. She makes it clear that her shows are free to watch, but she also provides a tip link. Honestly, like, if people are watching and they're really enjoying and connecting with the music, they'll they'll throw some money in the tip jar, and it's kind of like they're getting live entertainment from the comfort of their couch at home. And, you know, they don't have to buy drinks at a bar. They don't have to pay cover charge. And so thinking about all of that, if you can get a good quality audio and video stream for them to watch, it, it's really, it's kind of a win-win. Over at Open Studio in Grand Center, jazz pianist Peter Martin has also been trying to provide high-quality streams for a weekly shelter-in-place solo piano concert. Putting off lessons and shows wasn't an option for him. My job as a musician is to be creative and, and, and to make music and to put it into the world. And the way we're used to doing it by touring, I've been doing that for years. It's just there's no opportunity for doing that now for live performance is not safe to do that. So that doesn't mean that I'm supposed to stop. I got to find another way to do it. So it's been more about for me just trying to do my part. You know, if I was a, a nurse or a first responder or a doctor or paramedic, you know, I mean, they're doing an amazing job. Those folks, they're, they're stepping up for their job. So I got to step up for my job. Peter says he's been enjoying seeing fans tune in from across the country and around the world. He often interacts with them during live streams by reading their comments or accepting their video chat requests. What I realized was people still want to, you know, I had a number of people like in Europe and Asia that had been following me and were like, oh, um, it's going to be the middle of the night, but I'm going to get up and I, it's so exciting what you're doing. I want to hear you. And I tell them, I'm like, we're going to leave it on YouTube. You can watch it whenever. Don't get up in the middle of the night. I don't even know if I'm going to be any good. So. Uh, but it, what I was getting out of it and I learned in subsequent weeks, it's like it means something for people to be there at that moment. They didn't care about seeing it recorded. They're like, we want to be with other people virtually and, and still kind of, especially at this time, grab on to some kind of community. It wasn't about me and what I was playing as much as it was about like, let's all get together, including me and enjoy music and what this is. Enjoy humanity and, and, and get away from all the news and, and negativity, hopefully, and just celebrate what we still have as opposed to just saying this doesn't exist. Peter is the CEO and co-founder of Open Studio. He said one of the main goals of the organization is to help the global jazz community of students play better. But the heavy loss in income many have seen can make it hard to keep up with music lessons. So Open Studio now offers its courses on a sliding scale to all interested musicians. The response we had was so positive and we had so many like professional musicians that were like, thank you so much. I lost all my gigs, but I'm going to be at home and like, I want stuff to work on. I want to get better. I want to like, I, I don't want to just sit and watch Netflix all day. And so is it okay if we pay 20 10, whatever. And we took everything and we got the stuff to the uh, instantly, you know, like our system. The great thing is it's delivery anywhere. It's not 
DVDs or anything like that. It's like you, you get instant access. So we did that and we just, we just keeping it going like each week. And now it's just like a thing that we do. And it got a lot of attention just from people organically kind of passing it around because the music world and the creative world is a small place in a way. It's, it's global. I mean, we got students now in 111 countries. It's crazy. Musicians are finding that in some ways they're able to tap into a whole different style of performance now that they're not confined to a venue for shows. DJ Stan Chisholm goes by the stage name 18 and Counting. He has been bringing the party consistently every day at midnight on his social media pages. In many ways, he said audiences are hearing his work more clearly than ever. Now that it's in this live stream format, everything is right away. If someone wants to know what a song is, they can just leave a comment or message me about it. Or knowing that I'm playing music in a bunch of different sound systems at once. It's like if someone's listening to it on their phone or if they're plugged up to their, um, you know, their like home theater system or if they're in their car with their Bluetooth or, the, or if they're in their, their preferred sound studio. You know, like I'm literally playing to like dozens of different sound scenarios. So I'm finding myself more technical and more careful about my mixes and just like more mindful of what could be going in someone's ears as opposed to like, this is the room that we're all hearing this in. We all are hearing it the same way. It's like this totally different level of sensitivity that I'm finding myself, you know, thinking about while I'm performing and, and, you know, and enjoying like, because it's a more detailed setting. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to do weirder transitions and more sonically pleasing things because those details are actually going to get caught because there's not someone with a beer next to you, uh, you know, trying to get your phone number. <laughs> or there's not like, you know, or you're not like in the bathroom at the time and everything's muffled or you're kind of just, you know, it's like the distraction level is down. It feels like every record I'm playing, I'm giving to a one person, even though it's more than that. 18 and Counting's daily midnight specials reflect the time we're in. That's much later than most of us would normally listen to a DJ set on a weekday. Like time is blurred. Like everything's just kind of switched over. So it's like the midnight isn't exactly what it's always been. Or maybe it's even more so. Maybe people are actually just totally done with the day because they're at home with their kids all day. So people are even more... I don't know. It's, it's like it, there's just so many questions. Again, it's like that's coming back. There's just so many question marks out there. Uh, I'm sure there's analytics that can be read about it. And there's like, but I, I kind of like to have my assumptions and approach things from that because it makes me make different decisions. 18 and Counting has been giving people some sneak peeks during these midnight specials. His unreleased song, You Know You Want a Piece, is an instrumental at this point, though he occasionally adds vocals to it. He plans to develop it for release later this year. These five St. Louis area artists remain determined to reach new audiences and to stay inspired and creative. Here's what each artist had to say about the importance of supporting local musicians at this time. We are undervalued in terms of how important we are to everyone's mental health because without music, without art, without movies, without TV, like we would all go crazy, I feel like. We all consume that to some effect. So I just think it's so important that if you love those things, if you really like those things, to support those things. Think about how you are handling this quarantine. I'm sure everybody and their mother is listening to music during it to get them through. I'm sure everybody and their mother is reading a book, some, some literature. 
I'm sure everybody and their mother has, you know, paintings on their walls. You know, imagine your life with all of that. Imagine your quarantine without all of that. Local musicians are also kind of like small business owners. Like all of these restaurants that we know and love who have had to close that, you know, really could use community support. It's it's kind of a similar thing because I I can't go play out in the community because the, the bars and restaurants and music venues are closed. So in lieu of that, yeah, tuning into local bands live concerts and watching and just throwing them a virtual tip whether that's you know just five bucks or ten bucks any and all of that it adds up and it really does help the contributions economically are huge and much bigger than people realize but more importantly is the cultural impact on the city and what makes st louis such a, a exciting and diverse and interesting place you just want to keep encouraging people to make things um, and let them know that they don't need to have spaces in order to be appreciated and of course when we are able to get back out to those spaces like bring it but you know it's, it's important to encourage people because people are in a different headspace now and it's it's cool people are going to be making different music and different art because they have the time to and because they're more literally more introspective because people are just indoors now i think it's always worth you know supporting that to to see what comes from that process and those were artists Zotto, Tonina Saputo, Beth Bombara, Peter Martin, and 18 and Counting. You can find more information about their ongoing quarantine projects on our website. That's stlpublicradio.org. Podcast episodes of St. Louis on the Air are available at stlpublicradio.org. Or you can subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, the Google Podcast app, or wherever you get your podcasts. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWNU. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.